people of the Central Michigan area, it's time for Spock Sports Show on 92.3 FM and AM 830 WMMI. Here is your source for mid-Michigan sports. He is the one and only Mr. Chris Spockman. Welcome on in to Spock Sports Show. In the second half of Spock Sports Show, yeah, we'll take a deep dive into girls high school district basketball along with boys coming up next week and regional girls coming up this next week. That's a big shout out to the Beale City cheerleading team making to the state finals. And the Shepherd girls bowling team actually won the state title this past weekend. Congratulations to them. But the first thing I've got for us this week is an interview with Irina Tristan, who hails from Ukraine, plays on the Northwood tennis team. And a lot has changed since I even did this interview several days ago, early in the the week, but I still want everybody to hear it, just get the perspective from somebody from Ukraine. And what I took away from this is that she's just like any other college student out there. She should not be thinking about what she has to think about right now while she's trying to win a tennis championship with her team and get her education done. Just just sucks what's going on over there. It's about as blatant worst language I will use on the radio. But here's that interview with Irina. Just really great to be able to catch up with her. Chris Bachman here with you. Spock Sports Show was able to be on location earlier this week for a very special interview with Irina Tristan, who is a Northwood tennis player who is actually from Ukraine. And a big shout out to Northwood University. They put together a couple funds to help students come to Northwood from Ukraine, as well as help people on the ground right now in Ukraine. Northwood.edu is where you want to go for that full information. But a big shout out to Kent McDonald, a very moving speech that he had earlier this week at Northwood University with myself and Jason Osterberg were able to go over there and then we're actually able to sit down and talk with Irina for just a few minutes and talk a little bit about tennis talk a little bit about what's going on there and talk a little bit about her future you know I kept going back to a thought you know the Maya Angelou poem we are more alike than we are unalike thing the whole time I was talking to her and did, why is this going on I don't know but when I thought about Irina I just thought man she seems just like any other great student athlete trying to make her way in college and she should not have to be dealing with what she's dealing with right now this is that interview we had with her. You'll also be able to hear this Sunday morning on Spock Sports Show on Buck 92. Chris Bachman here on Spock Sports Show, and I have a very special interview this week. I've got Irina Tristan with me, who is a senior for the Northwood tennis team. And tell everybody your, your singles record and your doubles record, because I didn't have it correct. I'm not sure about my record, but I play number five in singles and number one in doubles right, right. now. So what does that mean to somebody who's not into tennis at all? you number five and number one. For doubles, we have three doubles in lineups that are playing uh, during the match, and it goes in order, one, two, three, so the one is like the higher position. All right. And then uh, we have six singles, which is through one to six, and I play number five, which is pretty decent. What's your favorite part, singles or doubles? Uh, it's hard question. I love right. them both. They're different. It's different to play doubles or singles, but probably singles more. How did tennis take you across the globe? For people don't know, you're from Lviv, Ukraine. Did I say that correct? Um, I was originally born in Donetsk. All right. But then in 2014, I had to move because of situation on Donbass. So I moved to Lviv. But after I graduated high school, my parents moved to Kiev. So I've kind of traveled a lot <laughs> in Ukraine. But um, yeah, when I moved to Lviv, I decided that I want um, I heard about the opportunity of studying here and playing tennis as well and is that what I was doing my whole life playing tennis so I decided it would be a great idea to come here and try my best and get education and play tennis. Did you know anything about Northwood Midland or anything? I didn't know anything about Northwood and uh, actually I'm so thankful to my dad who was um, recruiting me by himself he did, we did a video my portfolio, everything he was sending emails to different universities every night and um, we had one girl from Lviv um, she was here senior when I 
got here. So she kind of knew my coach from Lviv, so she recommended me to our old coach. So that's how I got here. You guys got a lot of international yes, players that yes, are there. Yes. And so how does that help you coming here to Midland? You're not very familiar with it to have some international players on your team. It definitely helps, especially first year. Because um, I wasn't familiar with the United States at all. Uh, language was pretty tough for me still. And um, just having those international people who come across the world and have the same... Um, they're in the same situation. They're from different backgrounds, different cultures. And uh, we all come together and we just become friends and it's awesome. I love, I love Northwood for that. Dr. McDonald mentioned that there's three Russian, you know, tennis players on your guys' team as well, and there is some four. Russian, four, all right, there yeah. is some Russian people <laughs> getting some bad publicity out there themselves, yeah. and I don't think they deserve it, do they? I, they're all my friends, and I feel really horrible for people who don't really understand what they're saying. I feel you cannot blame them for their government. They don't want it. They didn't want to do it in the first place, and they feel exactly the same as me. They're frustrated and sorry. So I feel like it's the least that you can do, just hate on someone or blame someone for that. They're, it's not their fault. And I got to get a little bit into the deeper stuff now. You know, what what are your feelings on what's going on over there in Ukraine? Because I think it's so cool to be able to ask you who's from Ukraine, you have family still there, because I can watch the news, I can do this, that, and the other. But what do you want people in Michigan and America to know of what's going on over there personally? Um, I just feel like some news sources nowadays are not reliable, and you don't always have to... Um, you have double check everything you see on the internet nowadays. And um, for me, like I, I talked with my grandparents and parents today, and they are well and safe since God. They're in Kiev, but they're not allowed to leave their uh, home right now because of the bombing and just people shooting in the streets. And it's horrifying. It just I'm sad and I'm really frustrated with all that's happening, especially in 21st century. I I think it's completely unnecessary and. I'm just hope it will be over soon so I can meet my family and just How does tennis help you get through some of this stuff? Um I don't know. It's it's hard for me now, but definitely playing tennis just helps me not to think about those problems. I've kind of just been in my own bubble for like a couple of hours and just get distracted from the situation. Talked a little bit about your family and Mr. McDonald got Dr. McDonald got me a little emotional when he, you know, read the message that he got from your father and uh, it's got to be inspiring and cool for you to hear that message from your dad and have Northwood respond. How is your family and what does it mean to you to have your family at Northwood, to have your back so much? Uh, first of all, that message was, got me incredible emotionally because I didn't know about that message. So this interview was the first time I heard it. And um, um, I'm just thankful for Northwood because it became my second home. And um, I know that faculty and staff and everyone who is here uh, supporting me and will support me and help me uh, to get through this situation. And I'm just happy to be here and safe. And hopefully my family will be I mean, you said you are able to contact them every day. You're able yes, to chat with them yes, some, and that, yeah. that's so good to hear. And tell us a little bit about your family. I know we talked about your dad and your brother. Do you have a, you have mom, sisters? How's yeah, that? Yeah, I have mom. Uh, my younger brother is 14. He will be 15 in April. I have grandparents uh, who are all in Kiev, but my the rest of the family is still in Donetsk. Um, and I haven't seen them in like seven or eight years, which is pretty upsetting, but... Um, yeah, my family is doing great so far. So. And now your 14-year-old brother, does he play tennis? No, he does. Uh, he did karate when he was younger. I think now he's, 
I don't know, doing boxing or something. <laughs> he didn't. He got tired of getting beat by his older sister, so he, he left the tennis. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> but we used to fight a lot. <laughs> That's true. What's something? Well, actually, they talked about the the freedom for inspire, freedom for aspire. I didn't. I didn't maybe get that correctly. For Ukrainian students, what does that mean to you for Northwood to start a campaign like that to maybe not only help you, but maybe be able to help some other Ukrainian students come over here and study? I think it would be. I think it's a great idea because I personally have a lot of Ukrainian friends who like me just kind of stuck here and um, we are really concerned about the whole situation that's going on back home we're um, very afraid for our families and I feel like this campaign will definitely help not only um, get money for the army or just people to help back home in Ukraine which we need it we need that support we need uh, food and just even close, but also for those people who are still here. And I know some of my friends who are in bigger universities, they don't really care about them. So it just feels sad. So if they can come here and get needed support and help, it would be awesome. And now there's also the freedom through choice that's going to support the needs of Ukrainians right now. That's something really cool because that's something that, and you know, you can say that you know Northwood's going to do a good job with this, correct? Is yes. that, you know, yes. it's one of those that you're not given to, I don't want to put the throw the red cross under the bus or anything like that but this is going through northwood going through somebody else almost going through you you could say yes yes i trust northwood i love northwood and i believe that this campaign will be very successful yeah but now you're a senior here do you have any future goals in tennis or was your goal in tennis doing exactly what it's supposed to get you a fantastic education um Education is important for me, but tennis is the next important. I hope we can win our championship this semester. Um, so, yeah, we're just working hard with it, and hopefully we can. But I still have one more year of eligibility after I graduate, so hopefully I can continue um, getting my master's degree. Right, so, and what are you studying here at Northwood? Uh, hospitality management. Hospitality. All right, yeah. what would you like to do after you're done here? Um, I would love to work in a hotel. Or right. maybe like spa resort. Ooh, I'm not really right. sure. I think like, I just know that I want to be in hospitality industry. I love people. I love communicating with them, just helping them. Um, but I don't really know what particularly I want to do, but I guess I'll figure it out. Yeah, you can try out a few different yes. few different styles and see which one you yep. like the most. All right, Irina, thanks so much for taking some time to chat with me. I really Thank appreciate it. Thank you so much. If you head to northwood.edu, that's where you can find information about how you can donate to these two great campaigns. The Freedom Through Choice and the Freedom Through Aspire Fund. The Freedom Through Aspire Fund is going to help more Ukrainian students come to Northwood University. And the Freedom Through Choice Fund offers a list of Ukrainian organizations that aim to help right now on the ground. You can check out a, just a, a great emotional speech from Northwood President Ken McDonald as well. Another big thank you to Irina Tristan for taking some time to chat with us. Said For full information, to find out how you can donate, head to northwood.edu. Another big thank you to Irina for taking some time to chat with me. Time for a break here on Spock Sports Show. When we come back, I'll play that district championship post-game interview with Damon Brown and Delaney Scully. And then we'll talk about what's coming up next week for basketball for our ultra-local girls and boys teams. Listen to Spock Sports Show on Buck 92. Okay, here are five important reasons why your son or daughter should play a high school sport. Number one. High school sports teach valuable life lessons like self-discipline, sportsmanship, and time management skills. Two. Teens who play a high school sport have better grade point averages and fewer disciplinary problems. Number three. High school sports help fight teen obesity and substance abuse. Here's number four. High school sports provide wholesome, constructive after-school activity, perfect for today's families. And number five. 
and high school sports are safer than ever before. Injury surveillance and research, better equipment, and the continuing education programs for coaches provided by state and national athletic associations have made high school sports safer than ever before. This message presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association and the Michigan Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Thanks for tuning in to Spox Sports Show on WMMI. Welcome back on into Spock Sports. You're here on Buck 92. Let's just get right into that post-game interview. Have the Sacred Heart Academy girls took home a district championship versus Coleman on Friday night. I was able to catch up with Damon Brown and senior guard Delaney Scully. And this, this interview is a little raw, but I want to leave it like that. You get the feel, you get the emotion of what it was like in the gym on Friday night as the girls won yet another district title. Welcome back to Vesterberg High School. Sacred Heart Academy getting awarded yet Another district championship trophy today's game brought to you in part by Mike Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Fiat, Michael Love Allstate Insurance Agency, the Mount Pleasant Country Club, and the Sacred Heart Academy and Parish Community, along with Sarah's Law Firm. I'm going to whisper something to Wheaton here. See if Delaney will come up too, Josh, if he can, when they go down there. So they're getting the trophy celebration. We'll see if Damon Brown can come up and chat with me in moments. Then maybe see if we can get one of the seniors, Delaney Scully, to come up here and chat with us as well. 28-26, to 26, our final. What a game this was. And so that now makes it, you ready for this? Sacred Heart Academy has won the district championship in 2022, 21, 19, 17, 16, 15, 14, and 13. You go back 10 years, 2012, 2018, the only times they were not able to hoist a district championship trophy. What an unbelievable job that was right there. And Damon Brown is going to come up with me. And so I'm a little worried here if he's not going to be in the photos. And Delaney's actually coming up too. You got... Wait, do you want, you want to go do the pictures? Yep, so they're going to go do the pictures first and then go down there as well. They make me feel pretty important that they were ready to come up with me here as well. And as they go celebrate with the student section here. And so it's a couple more minutes. We'll hang around. Sorry to Cheyenne Hole back at the Journey Managed IT Services Studios. But going to keep it right here to be able to chat with Delaney Scully and Coach Damon Brown just a minute about their big, big victory. And I can't wait to tell Damon Brown about that stat about how many district championships he's won. Because I imagine that he doesn't really have a clue. I got to give a big shout out to Nick Katzinger. Coach Cloth in the Coleman Comets, their student section, their crowd was rocking here tonight. And an even bigger shout-out to Caitlin Panachik, somebody that I've been able to watch on the hardwood here for four years. She has been just one of the best ladies athletes I have seen playing any sport for any school. Wouldn't matter if she was at a Mount Pleasant. Wouldn't matter if she was at a Grand Blank with 3,000 kids. She would be a stud. She would be a starter no matter where she goes and what she does. But she couldn't do it all herself tonight. 17 of the 26 she scored for Coleman. And one big thing that did happen, Madison Miller, the sophomore point guard, went down with an injury in the second quarter. And after that, she was never able to come back in. A great job handling the ball by Alexis Baker, Amber Nayrig, and Nevaeh Chafee as they were able to kind of take things over a little bit. And didn't end up being huge deal. Didn't end up turning it over a lot. But her coming out of that game was just a big deal. And that's just something you never want to see in a district championship. Coach Damon Brown now throwing on the headset here. 
And I was just kind of talking about Madison Miller not able to play in that second half. And it was a great job by Chafee, Baker, and Nayrig taking over the point guard duties. And you, you still really couldn't pressure him out there. But I know you want to see Madison Miller out there playing. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you, you work all year to get to this point and not to be able to compete at the level that you know, you're used to competing at. You know, that's tough. So I feel my heart goes out to her and, and goes out to Caitlin as well. She's been a great player for four years. I've watched her since middle school yep. from track and all that stuff. And so she's a... You know, great player, but even better person. And so I wish her the best of luck as she moves on to Saginaw Valley. I actually just made the comment that it wouldn't matter if she was at Mount Pleasant High School. You could put her at Grand Blank, one of the biggest schools in the state. She would be a stud She'd no matter player, what yeah. sport yeah, she, she's a player. she steps out there then. And it's one of those that you might be feeling a little bit of a breeze with her gone, but with Miller and Chafee and so many of this great sophomore class coming back, Coleman's going to be a tough out again next year. And talk a little bit about you and Coach Katzinger. I actually had, like, in my notes but before the game here, I'll cheese on you guys a little <laughs> bit, that – I don't have a bad thing I could say about either one of you guys, and both of you guys, I feel like you're the type of coach that I don't have any kids, but if I did, I would dream my kids get to play for either one of you guys, man. Nick's a great guy. Great guy, even better coach, and, you know, he does everything up at Coleman. I think he coaches every sport up there and just well-respected. The girls love him. He's a great community, and so he's, he's, a, he's a wonderful guy. Yep, and now I've got another stat for you here. You have won a district title in 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, 19, 20, 21, and 22. Oh, wow. So going back 10 years, Damon, wow. just 2012 and 2018 are the years that you haven't hoisted a trophy. And I know you don't pay – it's my job to pay attention right, right. to those numbers, not yours. But when I tell you that, what does that make you think? The program. You know, it's the girls that's been in the program who've, who've committed themselves to keeping this program at such a high level. And they, they, you know, the seniors, I mean, the alumni before us, the seniors here, you know, they're committed to keeping this program at a high level. And so, you know, I'm a byproduct of the girls' effort, their energy, and their passion that they have for Sacred Heart basketball. Yeah, but I think we're going to try and get Delaney, but it looks like she's taking pictures with we'll her family. Her so. we'll get, I'll get her over in a second. All right, yeah, yeah throw, throw the headset off and bring, bring her All over right. here. We'll keep <laughs> it right here for a minute. So Damon, Damon's going to go uh, fetch Delaney Scully here for me, and she'll come and chat with us as well. And hopefully Damon will come back too. What a game she had tonight. And the fourth quarter, she came out and knocked down two big baskets for Sacred Heart. I, you could just sense the urgency out there for the senior star for Sacred Heart Academy. Ended up with 12 points on the night and is our JNR engraving player of the game. And just done a ton to help out this program her entire career. And I don't remember if she was four years varsity. It might have just been three years varsity. And she's got a big smile on her face as she heads up right now. Delaney, thanks so much for uh, taking some time to chat with me. I thought Damon was going to come back up, but no, he's going he's gonna to leave you behind. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> yep. You had uh, 12 points tonight, and you came out in the fourth quarter, knocked down two quick baskets. I feel like, did you, did you just kind of sense the urgency of, I do not want this to end? Yeah, I, want, I wanted to keep, we need to get up because we were too close. And so those baskets were needed. So. And talk a little bit about Caitlin Panachik. You guys have battled each other for an awful long time. What's it like going up against somebody like her? She is an awesome offensive beast. Like when she gets the ball, we got this year, these past two games we played and we got a lockdown on her. It's like wall up, wall up, because when she gets the ball, she's going to look score. So it's really hard to stop her, but she's a great player. So. Yep, and seven seniors on this team. What's it been like growing up with this class and now you guys are able to take home a district championship trophy your senior year? It's awesome. We, were, we in middle school, we had like 15 girls, so we've been dwindling down, but this core group of girls is awesome. I'm great friends with all of them, so it's awesome to come work hard in the gym and then see the payoff. Yeah, but things are going to get really tough next week. I don't know who won between Fowler or Portland St. Pat's, but if you guys continue to play defense like you did in this district, I think you're going to be a tough out for anybody. I don't know if you knew, but Breckenridge, they had one field goal in the second half against you guys in six the entire game. That, the way you guys do that, as well as I almost want to get a group of my old boy, buddies, basketball players, and like, all right, could we handle the Sacred Heart girls' press? I don't know if I could. I think I'd be having some trouble out there. What are your final thoughts on the game? 
final thoughts on like just give me a, a quote or two from Coach Damon Brown. What do you like about playing with it for, for him? Um, at the end of the game, he goes, well, it was a little messy. He goes, well, it doesn't matter. It's tournament time. So it doesn't matter what happens as long as we win the game. It's a win's a win. So, And also we're in the locker room, and he just pushes us to, if you want it, got to go get it. And so that's a great thing that pushes us to want to go right. win the game tonight. And a reference you might not get. I said you went Bob Cousy out here in the final minute or two. I don't know if you know anything about Bob Cousy. He played for the Celtics back in the 50s and 60s. Go look up a couple of highlights because that's what you were doing to run out the final minute and a half. You and Kelsey did a great job staying poised, staying calm, and just running out that clock. And one last thing I want to get your thoughts on. One of the big baskets of the game was Laura Gunner. When she got the ball about the free throw, I think she kind of looked ahead and expected to see somebody, and when she didn't, I said she turned on the guns, not the Jets because her last name's Gunner, but she beat everybody down the floor. I'm trying to think of that might have been your guys' last basket there as well. I saw her going, and I thought she went for the layup, and it rolled in. I was like, yes, Gunner, because we always make fun of her in practice for taking the full court dribbling. She's yeah. not the greatest <laughs> at it, but I saw three girls coming behind her, and she went and finished, and I was so proud of her. Right on, Delaney. <laughs> congratulations. We'll see you guys next Tuesday at home for the regional semifinal game. Congratulations. Give me a high five. Thank you. Another big shout-out to Damon Brown, Delaney Scully, and all the Sacred Heart Academy girls. Big win for them. Second time they've had to beat a really good Coleman team this year, 28-26. to what, what a defensive battle it was. So next week, they now have an even bigger test as they have to take on Fowler. Fowler, the number two team in the state. Two of their three losses this year were to Portland St. Pants, the number one team in the state in D4. Well, that's who they beat Friday night. But the good thing for the girls, they're at the friendly confines of Sacred Heart Academy in downtown Mount Pleasant. Don't think you can count them out, especially with the way that they have been playing defense in districts. And out of our Ultra 5 local teams, Sacred Heart Academy was the only girls team moving on. Claire was the only other team vying for a district championship. They fell to a really good Standish Sterling team, 55-38 to on Friday night. So the boys, that's what's coming up next week. So what I'm going to do here is just give you a quick rundown of who's playing who and when and where. And as I've told you, we will be in Midland to cover the Mount Pleasant Oiler boys as they look to start another playoff run on Wednesday night. They'll be facing off against Bay City Western. As we slide down to Division 2 where we find our Claire Pioneers and the Shepherd Blue Jay Boys. Claire has the bye. They won't be in action until Wednesday night to play the winner of 1-19 Chip Hills and 5-15 and Gladwin, but 19-1 Standish Sterling is on the other side of that bracket. The Shepherd Blue Jay Boys will have the good fortune of being at home for their district. They'll play the winner of 10-10 Howard City Tri-County and 1-18 Belding. Big favorite in that district is going to be 16-4 Elma. They open up Wednesday against Central Montcalm. Beale City Aggie boys kind of got a, a rough trip. They're all the way over in Pinconning for their district, and they will play on Wednesday versus the winning of the host Pinconning and Beaverton. 14-5 Beale City and 13-6 and San Meridian, the two big favorites in that district. So just the Sacred Heart Academy girls left and girls hoops, and that's what's coming up next week for districts and boys hoops. And our coverage on Buck 92 Tuesday night, Sacred Heart Academy girls looking to win a regional semifinal game versus the top team left in the state Fowler. Wednesday night, Mount Pleasant Orla boys take on Bay City Western Looking to move on to a district final where they would most likely face the host, Midland High. That's so much for Spock Sports Show this week. We'll be back with you same place, same time next week, 6 a.m., part of that Mid-Michigan Matters Hour on Buck 92.